Hi, everybody. I'm Mackenzie. Welcome to Unfiltered Legends. In each episode, John the Legend Boker talks to pool and spa people, professionals, service techs, pool owners about their experiences. The ups, the downs, the funny, and the sad. Well, actually, they filter out the sad. We're here to entertain, but you might learn a few things along the way. In today's episode, the boys talk to new pool owner Stephanie about owning her first pool, buying not one but two hot tubs, and keeping her cool during a pandemic. They also learn about dating in northern Michigan and flea markets in Florida. We hope you enjoy. It looks like I've got Stephanie here. Legend. Today, we are talking about a pandemic, a personal financial crisis, a broken home, a kidnapping attempt, a mom with three kids whose husband works at a nuclear power plant. Is this the best episode of The Simpsons ever? It's just another episode of Unfiltered Legends. He lost all his money because he picked up a hitchhiker after Vietnam. I'm upstairs by myself in a closet. The least popular podcast ever. (laughs) That is a rough start. Stephanie... Tell us when the idea first got into your head about moving into a new home. So um, last last fall, it was like, I've got to get out of this tiny little house. I, I can't do it anymore. Stephanie, was the idea at first to get a, a house with a pool? It really was. Um, it pool or on the water. My husband loves to fish and boat, um, but I'm former Coast Guard. So I'm like, I'm really neurotic around water and kids, like uh, not pool water, but like water and kids. So. Um, I was a little bit forceful about wanting a pool and um, I had to test my husband last year in our house. We bought one of those like Intex pools because I was like, I'll show you, we'll we'll clean it, we'll do all the things, you don't have to do nothing. Um, And that was kind of like my motivation, like see, we can handle a pool. I gotta say, honestly, the best part of that whole bit, that whole segment was the Coast Guard part. Uh, Bereza, I don't, I don't know that I ever told you this. So when I was going to Ferris studying criminal justice, thought I was going to be a cop doing all this stuff, thought, all right, what are different options? And someone had mentioned Coast Guard to me and I looked into the Coast Guard Academy and determined right from the get go, uh, I am not smart enough to go to that place. That <laughs> is, uh. So I, I, I like I Thank love you. everything about the Coast Guard. So are you still in the Coast Guard or no longer? I am no longer in the Coast Guard. I my last service station was in Sault Ste. Marie, and it was it was like you're in your early twenties and you want to be like out and about and, and meeting men. And Sault Ste. Marie is not that place that you want to be. And it's speak for yourself. <laughs> Yeah, well, listen, listen. No. <laughs> yeah, Slim Pickens yeah. in the UP for a uh, legendary fella, isn't it? All right, so let's <laughs> let's move this story along. As a, a I, I, that North- was a good part of the story. I didn't. I liked that she was in the Coast Guard. That's good. Northern Michigan dating is a very small podcast <laughs> audience. <laughs> So, Stephanie, you, in 2019, decided that in 2020, you were going to buy a pool or a house with a pool. So you 
you were ahead of the game. So let's talk through, let's go through the timing of this. When is this happening? It was, I want to say it was either, I want to say it was in actually December to tell you the truth. Like I had it in my head, but I really did not start trying to find a realtor um, to help me out with it. And I also thought because I'm so fussy that it would, it would take me a couple of years. Was there, was there a particular type of pool or house that you were looking for? Did the pool have to match the house? Was it a landscape thing? Nope. I, I had to have an in-ground pool. I had to have, um, you know, three young kids. I wanted the diving board and the slide and such. Um, so those were some really specifics. And house size, it just, we were coming from a three-bedroom house, like literally piled on top of each other. And like, my Jewish and Dutch roots came out and I was so cheap that I didn't want to, you know, get a larger mortgage. So I was like, so that was a, that was a struggle for me. That's another edit. That's another. <laughs> this, this was recorded in 1988 when that was cool. But I'm talking about me. Isn't that okay? That, I'll, I'll, I'll allow that. I'll allow it. So, so it's, it's ingrained indeed so anyway so it had yeah so nothing nothing else i'm not really that i mean i'm fussy about some things that i wanted size-wise of the house the pool was very very specific um and then we have you know we have a camper and extra vehicles and stuff so um you know we just we needed space too so we're we're all here in michigan and you're in michigan as well and so snow's still on the ground um you've got to figure out and we we talked at one point during this process because you had yeah. you had called me as as your pool expert, which is always a mistake. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, you've been you have you've been my my phone call about all of those things. But at but at the oh. time, it was actually at a time when we were at probably the peak of the pandemic, when we were full lockdown and. Mm-hmm. And no one was leaving the house at that time. So there was no one to come inspect, really. I don't know. So when you bought the house and you bought the pool, you had a home inspection done. And at the same time, did you also have that the pool inspected? No. So he did a really, that's what really, that's what prompted my phone call to you. Um, <clears throat> so it was, we were during the stay-at-home order. Um, and just a, a ton of we i think we actually still fell into a window at that point to still get the home inspection done and we could be present for it as well because i think home inspections were also happening like at some point they said that you know like the, the new homeowner wouldn't be able to be there so the pool there was still snow all over the pool as well too you know like there were some areas that were exposed and such and he had basically said well it looks good <laughs> he was like, you you just never know until you, you open up your pool. And he had told me at that point, he said, you know, I hope you at least have $10,000 set aside because you just don't know when you open these things up. And that, you know, for the other reasons that you're going to edit out later, you know, cause a panic because I'm inherently just <laughs> the cheap person. Um, but that's what, that's what prompted me to call you. Well, uh, that's nerve wracking. And, and so in, in the world of pool inspections, you got to understand in the middle of wintertime, there's not a whole lot you can mm-hmm. do, and so no. And this is and this isn't even a pool inspection guy. Like this is just a homeowner inspector that was coming. Yeah, e- even if you had a guy that that specialized in swimming pools, it, it's it's merely a visual, topical what they can see. Hey, there's a pump there. There's a filter there. I can't 
pressure test a, a plumbing line. I don't know what's underground. I can't fire a heater. The cover's still on it. And so I, I would say that there really wasn't a whole lot you could have done to inspect the pool at that point. Because if you if you were to pull the cover off, you'd just see a block of ice. So yeah. th there wasn't there wasn't a lot there. So I just I want to make sure that you understand that there really wasn't a whole lot anybody could have done at that point. Now let's talk about let's talk about your mental state at this point. You're in the middle of buying a house, selling a house, and then uh, you're shut down, aren't you? Yeah, I was I'd like a hundred percent standstill. So it was. Um, my God, it, it was like, <clears throat> I feel like the closest amount of anxiety I ever had was like maybe like when I was like 15, 14, 15 years old, you know, like that awkward stage of your life and just everything's uh, doom and gloom. I, and that's truly what I felt because uh, my husband worked in a nuclear plant. We had him living in our camper uh, for a, a portion of this entire bit as well too, uh, because of all the unknowns. We have a child with an autoimmune. I am a hundred percent out of work. You know, I was, um, I always have all of these different goals that I set for myself within my company and a number of different things. I was like meeting exceeding all them like January and February, the whole last quarter of 2019 as well too. So this is like going to be my year. And so for everything to come to a complete standstill and then the work that I do, um, I'm a practice management consultant, and so I coach dental and medical small practices, and then they're relying on me to help guide them through this. And I'm like, I've got no reference. I literally, I have no answer for anybody. So it was, and I have to show my house. Um, there's nowhere you can go, so I can't take my kids to a restaurant. I can't take them to a stinking bouncy place, you know. Um, I've got two dogs, so I have to, like, keep my house immaculately clean as we're, like, hoarded up inside of it, you know, like, eating whatever lunch, 30, you know, 20 hours of the day, um, you know, whatever we can do. And, um, yeah, it was, it was really emotional. And it then, was, and then everything... I don't know, I'm gonna say everything worked worked out, but you eventually closed, sold your house, and now have you ever at that point had you ever owned a pool before? Uh, no, no. Years ago, I had worked for a hot tub company for a short period of time. I was like their flea market promotional model, so I knew a little bit about. It. <laughs> Wait a minute! Say that again! Say that again! <laughs> I know. Anyway, carry on. Roger, carry on. Stay, on. stay on topic here, okay? I, I'm sorry. So, this, this episode is called Flea Market Model. I did. Okay, so I lived in Florida, and I knew, like, enough about, like, some of the different plumbing and, you know, air in the lines and stuff. And I was like, how hard can this be? Between me and YouTube, a couple text messages to John, you've got this. Um, and I did, yeah, so I remember it. And it was glorious to see all the pools coming out of it, my pool going, and my kids jumping in that day. It was wonderful. It was freezing for that, but it was wonderful. Wow, and how, and what, what, <laughs> when was it? Do you remember? I think it was early May that we opened it up. So we closed, or we took possession on May 7th, and I believe the following weekend, I was like, I, my kids are gonna make me crazy. Um, let's just open this thing thing and, and go for it. So, so for, for any new pool owner who's thinking about it and they're thinking about, huh, I wonder if my 
How much time are my kids going to spend in this pool? How much time did your did your kids spend? Oh my gosh, in that easily pool? like twelve hours a day. It was <laughs> like it was wonderful. It was the only time that they ever complained was when I made them get out, you know, every ninety minutes and like slathering them up with the ADSBF. I lost everything you said there once I asked the question. I heard it. You did? Yeah. She was she was lathering people up with lotion. <laughs> I mean, that is a detail, yes. It was however, they were little humans. That's how I heard it. Um ages 10, 11, and 12. Um, yeah, yeah. So at, at this point, the, the kids are swimming in a pool. Your husband's still living in a trailer by yeah. the nuclear plant. <laughs> and uh, at, at some point, you had you started to see an issue with your yeah. pool steps. Yeah. Now tell me, tell me about when you knew about this and when you decided this needs to be. Resolved. Yeah. So we saw that that they there was like some substance over top of the the steps on it like and of course because i don't have a pool on it, i have no idea what it was on there but it was starting like crack and peel off from it um and then at the same time uh the water was constantly going down like there was one day that we had i felt like a monsoon rainstorm that passed by you would have thought the pool was going to overflow but yeah it was <clears throat> sucking in air into the pump and so I really knew that there was a problem then. And this is on the on the stairs at the end of the pool. This is a vinyl liner pool, I'm assuming, with the fiberglass step. But this th- these steps had been previously worked on, and that was the part we kind of knew. We discovered that yes, they had been fixed. How big was that that chunk when you when you finally decided you needed to fix it? So, oh my goodness, because we had to get concrete company and because we did backfilling behind it as well too so we tried to go actually go the most conservative route so my goodness I, I think we probably spent about two thousand dollars um it could have been between ten and twenty thousand dollars um to do it so we took a gamble on trying to be conservative with the backfill and then with um, repair to the stairs and it's still not guaranteed that it's gonna stay so the, the repair to the fiberglass has to be made first. Then they, they, what, dug out, they pulled the concrete, dug out behind, backfilled because of the washout from the, the yes. water leakage so behind the step? That was, that was actually one of the initial plans. So some larger holes were drilled into the stairs, so from where the cracks were at. Yep. And then they did some mud jacking. Then they went ahead onto the actual slabs itself and drilled well extending out from where the slabs are at because he said like how slowly this water can go, it can just start washing away um, far out from just that centralized spot. So I want to add one more too to the stairs. Another determining factor not to replace the stairs is we had already replaced the liner, which the liner would not have been able to be reused had we been able to pull out the stairs. So that was another thing is when you already drop in several thousand dollars into a liner. And you're right, because once that vinyl's, the plasticides have been released, it's not coming back. Uh, But what I will say, uh, those repairs can be made and they, they can last for quite some time. Uh, if not, as long as you're there, I mean, back in the old days, I used to, you were talking about being a uh, hot tub model. I used to fix hot tubs. So on those, those fiberglass, those acrylic shells, thermoplastic shells, uh, you would do the same type thing, right? You, 
you drill out the ends of the crack, you, you cut a V in there, you fill it with the epoxy or whatever resin you're using. Uh, it doesn't look perfect, right? but it's functional. It lasts. Yeah. You don't have to worry about kids being mad because they can't get in the pool, right? Mm-hmm. And you can model on the steps with your cocktail, right? You can just... That's exactly <laughs> it. You sit on top of the ugly epoxy spot and you're good to go. Right. <laughs> I, I feel like a lot of the problems that we had, um, they, they certainly could have been avoided. True. So, and and again, sometimes those those settling issues, those things that happen, you got to make those repairs. But if you make those repairs when they start, consequences are far less, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Now we'll go back to John. This is, John, this is what happens when you did not properly in, introduce legend like he asked. We're going to, I'm going to cut, I'm going to cut that line out right, right now. You should know that. <laughs> there will be no negative news stories about me. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to go ahead and take control of this show now. All right. Want to use less chlorine next year? Protein Supreme uses a borate formula to keep your pool water in balance. And balanced water is the perfect environment for a sanitizer to go to work. In 2021, trust Protein Supreme for a Supreme Pool season. To learn three ways to use 30% less sanitizer, visit HavilandPool.com. So now you got the pool, you got the kids are brushing and skimming and they're vacuuming and taking care of everything because they don't have school and they don't have oh, yeah. summer sports are off for the most part. So mm-hmm. they're doing their part. Now, when 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 do you decide, let's double down and get the hot tub too? <laughs> be, well, I, I'm a glutton for punishment, right? So... We already had a slab that was off in the, the little corner and you could see there's, you know, some electrical that came out of it and such. And so I was initially wanting a sauna myself, um, but I was the only one in the house that really wanted that. Sauna. And sauna. Sauna. I mean, so I got something from the UP when I was like, All right. That came out of that. So um, nobody else wanted it. I also realized that it was going to be anything that the kids would merely enjoy as much as I did. And for me, I'm working in, in medical and dental. I knew enough that, you know, we were going to be in for a really long winter. Um, I didn't anticipate, like, I still don't anticipate significant shutdowns like we experienced in the spring. Um, but nonetheless, I'm like, I, I got to keep these kids entertained. Um, it's something relaxing, you know, and, and to enjoy. And so, yeah, I, I wanted to obviously punish myself with something else to maintain. So, so when you decide to get that hot tub, how long mm-hmm. is that? Because I, I don't know if you're aware of, of the sh- hot tub shortage there was. It's a serious shortage, a serious shortage. So what did you, what was your experience buying a hot tub? Oh my gosh. I went to the three places that are somewhat near my home and one place actually laughed at me because I was like, so I'm just hoping to look at the catalog and <laughs> see what some, you know, just kind of pick one out and order one. And he was like, when were you expecting to have one? And I was like, oh, not anytime soon, you know, before the end of the year. And he laughed at me. Um, and he was like, yeah, you won't get one until the end of 2021. <laughs> and I was like, my eyes were huge. And so that was my first stop, my second stop, same thing, third stop, same thing. And so I finally was working on the North End of Town and you know, 
went into a place and it begged them for floor model. <laughs> like, I was like, I'll, I'll pay full price. Um, and I, so I got a floor model, which that obviously, that turned into a little bit more nightmare, getting a floor model that we can go into. <laughs> You can't go. You can't go into the floor model. <laughs> <laughs> did it come with the? Did it come with so, the floor model? Is that the problem? It's, well, yeah, no. So, so there, was, there was no promotional model. I did sit in it, and it felt, you know, normal. But that we still had to have the electrical was outdated as well too. So we had to, um, you know, have an electrician come on over and make sure it was up to code and such as well too. So. You know, those were some of the expenses that we weren't exactly anticipating. Because in my sweet little naive head, I was like, just plug it. I mean, can't you just put the wires in it? Can't, isn't that good enough? Um, but uh, that's not, you can't just do those things. I, I got to say, the most impressive thing is that you you talked them out of selling their floor model. Because <laughs> the, the world of hot tubs right now are, it's crazy. You just can't crazy. get anything. And and that's one of the things that, you know, a lot of people with everything that's going on and, and this, you know, the zombie apocalypse is coming soon because mm-hmm. I don't know what else mm-hmm. is going to happen next. Um, mm-hmm. It's hot tubs, swimming pools. You just can't get them. And uh, no. a tip of the you hat. You can't get anybody come over and maintain your stuff either. Well, because they're like, all overwhelmed. It is. Yeah. It is is i don't even know how to describe the the amount of demand that's in the swimming pool and hot tub world right now that that we've never seen before ever ever um and so i tip of the hat to you for your uh well we're not on a zoom call i'm really pretty so there's <laughs> All right, Brez, I need to see a picture of this chick. Oh, right. I gotta bring back my Florida hot tub catalog. It's gotta be from the late nineties. Awesome. Uh, me too. Where I think so, I- so, somehow. I'm so sorry. You opened me up. I mean, what else am I supposed to say? Um, I don't know how I was that convincing. I was just like, I, I don't know. Maybe I looked like I was going to cry. I, um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm really pretty. I like it. That's a favorite line of the whole show right now. I'm really pretty. So <laughs> You pulled off like the triple crown. You got a hot tub. A pool liner and a concrete guy to show up all in 2020. I did. It, 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 no one else was capable of doing that. And uh, you, 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 you gotta know people, all right? Like, no, I don't. I don't know how I did it either. And in I, I maybe I have good, great manners. I don't know. I'm like, I just, I yeah. But it still was. We had problems. So um, and so, even though I got a floor model. We got it over and I knew enough. Um, so there was like three dials on the outside for the aerators. Right? Am I naming it right? Yep. I think yep, I you're right. Um, <clears throat> see, I remember some things from the late 90s. And one of them was not working. And so I called them and let them know. And I'm like, listen, I know enough about hot tubs that like it's not working at all. And <clears throat> and he says, well, do you know what section of the hot tub it's not um, not 
providing the air to. And I said, well, crazy is the other two actually will provide air for the entire hot tub, like one half of the hot tub each. Um, so they, they actually told me at one point, they're like, well, we're really busy. So try to troubleshoot it for another week. Oh. And I was like, I had like a twitch in my eye at that point. So my manners were starting to slip. Um, but I did. I just I realized how lucky I was when you go to three places and they don't have a hot tub and you finally get one to sell you their floor model. And um, so there was that. But then I also was starting to realize it wasn't filtering either. Um, there was like, there was at one point, there was a night that we were in there and the mosquitoes were so bad. And it was actually like, it was gross. You could see them in the hot tub. Like they were landing in the hot tub and stuff. And then the filter was not getting it. So the next day I go and check it and there's still like, bug carcasses in my hot tub and i'm like what no so i stuck my hand down into the um i took the filter out the filter looked relatively clean uh, so that was another thing and then i stuck my hand down into there to like feel where the suction was coming from and it was pitiful so i call them again and they said well only 30 percent of you know the water moving around is actually from the filter and that's where i, I pulled out my you know like i work for a hot tub company um <laughs> Out. Um, okay, listen. You're sitting in a hot tub at 100 degrees in Florida, all right? I had to go through all the process of check out the pressure from these jets. This is the aerator. Now go ahead and see what kind of filter power we have. I actually did. So I got a little bit snippy with them because I was like, listen, like I'm not crazy, all right? You're making me feel a little bit crazy here. And you're doing this, and you're doing this, you're doing this on the phone where your beauty won't yeah. work. I know, right? That was the problem. Can we please have a Zoom call for this? <laughs> no, I already told John before. I was like, John, tell me it's only audio because I don't want to look like a hag. So is it the check valve at the bottom of the filter? What was it? No, no. It was legitimately something was wrong with it. So I'm like, all right. So again, I pull out this. They don't really want to help me right now. Um... So I took a video again of the red dye, the same red dye that I used, and I actually like squirted it right next to when it was just, I turned off all jets, all everything that was circulating, only having it on the filtration mode. And I squirted that red dye and took a video and I sent it to them. Um, and I was like, you cannot tell me that this isn't normal. And so then they said to me, well, let's get you a different skim cover. <laughs> and I was like, I, I was like, what? No, this is liquid. Like, there's no skin cover that's going to change it. So I finally decided to open up the panel on it because I'm like, you know what? I watched enough hot tub installs. I'm pretty sure I can figure this out. And I'm a handy person already. I really honestly am. So this is the other thing, too. The aerator, as soon as I pulled off the cover, the aerator was, like, sawed off. So I don't know what they did is at the, like, uh, it wasn't even going to literally anything. The water at this point was so gross. I love that you're using the proper it, terms. I, you're I, legit. This is legit. It wasn't, just, it wasn't just some models sitting in a hot tub, legend. Okay. This girl's got some, this girl's got some brand Yeah, she's stuff. legit. All right. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say that 220 power was on the whole time. And we almost <laughs> lost Stephanie that day. <laughs> No, I did actually turn off the power as well, too. So I did do that. part. So anyway, uh, they finally, I sent the video to them. And I also included the manufacturer to the, to the hot tub company. And that got the attention. And so long story short, we have a, a brand, brand new hot tub right off 
what? What? Wait, you got a brand? You got a brand new one? Brand, brand new one. They came out and they just they took the old one, they popped a new one. That's fantastic. It really is. So now I have like so now double two times. I have somehow gotten ahead of everybody else waiting for a hot dog. So I got to tell you, we're looking to fill a position in the Midwest market as a sales rep. Uh, What are you doing next year? I, yeah, <laughs> guiding guiding medical and dental professionals through the third wave of the pandemic. Well, we um, we yeah. always talk about how uh, proper uh, dental hygiene and proper pool hygiene are very much related. They are, I, I think, they're almost the same. I agree. I mean, you you do. Yeah. Who was the hot tub manufacturer that finally came through for you? Oh my gosh, I'm drawing blanks on their name now. Yeah, Santa Valley. That doesn't sound right. Santa Valley. That sounds right to me. That sounds like a salad dressing. Oh damn it! Okay. Maybe I had a sale recently with that. I don't know. I'll text it to you. As we're sitting here recording this uh, during the week of Thanksgiving, if someone was looking into buying a new home with a pool and then buying a hot tub, what would you tell that person? What what has your experience been and would you recommend it? I would still. You know, even though there was the financial investment, uh, the hot tub portion of it, that was a lot. Should not have done that. I'm glad I'm not divorced. So there's... There's that. Um, <clears throat> but I, I would say do it. I mean, it's been, it really truly has. I know that I think I experienced a lot more headaches uh, in the first six months than what people would, but it's it's wonderful. My kids, I think, are actually in the hot tub right now as we speak. It really wasn't that hard to clean either. Um, I, I mean, I should say that because I didn't do much of it, but <laughs> still. So, uh, but yeah, other than that, I mean, it, it is, it's, it's worth it. That is awesome. That's the best part of the whole story. Is that the best part of the whole story? Cause I thought there was some other good parts. <laughs> I'm full of surprises. Before we let you go. Let's get a little example of what it is that you do. So I, uh, I'm a leadership coach. Oftentimes doctors, they go to school for, they get all the book smarts in the world, uh, but knowing how to lead people on top of it, I have a huge passion for saving private practices um, because they're all being sold by larger corporations as well too. So I come into practices and I assess every moving part of it. Um, you know, the code utilization, are they utilizing the proper codes, the leadership, um, developing individual leaders within the practice as well, too, because I believe in this, what I like to call like macro management, uh, where if we give people the proper roles and responsibilities and things that they really like and, and, and are part of developing, uh, they're going to move mountains for you. So that is what I do in, in the medical and dental world. And what's the name of the company? Innovative Advisory Solutions. That is, that's, that's actually a really cool business. I love everything about that. Thank you. Well, as someone that's known the legend for a long time, he knows pools, but has no idea how to run his life. So it sounds like you guys, you <laughs> might get another client out of this. I will send you over an agreement for services. So yeah, no, it sounds good. Awesome. Well, Stephanie, it was great talking to you. Thanks being on here with the legend. Thank you, John. 